Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, I mean, I really count, obviously, on Dave Tippett. They worked together uh, in the past. Um, you know, when I worked with Jeff Blaschel, when I worked with Mike Babcock and Scotty Bowman, my feeling is that the coach, the head coach needs to put together a staff that he's comfortable with. They've worked together in the past. So uh, he's obviously he's been an NHL head coach, been an assistant coach. Uh, they've got a great uh, relationship going back, obviously, to their days in Arizona. So... Uh, um, certainly, I think it's a great addition to the staff. I just I don't know Jim that well. Certainly, uh, you know, but Dave has to go to work every day, and uh, they have to, to get together in the uh, coaches' room. So uh, chemistry is very, very important to a coaching staff. And uh, with the, this trade situation with Yesikuli Arvi, how are you approaching this request from them, and what's the likelihood that you will be able to find a deal that, that makes sense and move? And what's your sense? Here? Uh, I don't have any sense. You know, so I, you know, I, if I can get a deal that that I think makes sense to the Edmonton Oilers, um, we'll we'll do something. If we can't, then I'll uh, I'll talk to Marcus Lato's agent next week. You know, I re you know, the reality is the trading period is this weekend. You know, next weekend everybody's focused on the development camps and the July first free agency and the interview period. So. Uh, I'm talking to a lot of people, um, and if there's a deal to be made, we'll pull it. And if not, um, then we'll t I'll, I'll double back and talk to Marcus next week. Would you prefer, or ideally, would the return be something that could help you in your lineup night in, night out this season, or is a deal for futures if their right futures make sense? I'd go either. Either way. Were you surprised by this, considering it's a fresh start for him with you here now and Dave here now? It's, was there a, a reason given for him not wanting to be here anymore? Uh, well, I mean, I wasn't surprised yesterday because I talked to Marcus Lato I, a few days after I became the general manager of, of the Oilers. So, uh, you know, he told me at that point in time, he, they felt it was in uh, their best interest to, uh, for a fresh start. Um, you know, I've obviously, I've been in that situation many times before, um, you know, over 22 years, you see lots of situations, um. I was hoping to, to let the calendar go by a little bit, hire a new coach, and then we would uh, reach out to, uh, to Jesse. And uh, obviously things uh, didn't change from my first conversation with Marcus. So uh, certainly I was hopeful that uh, with a new manager and a new coach that um, they, were, they would be, you know, he's the fourth overall pick in the draft three years ago. You know, he's 21 years of age. He's still a young. He's he's still a young player. My hope was uh, that uh, you know we could get him into an, an order uniform and uh, go about the process of developing developing him into uh, um, the best player that he can be. Um, obviously, things have probably changed here over the last few days. But uh, you know, if I can do a deal, I'm going to do a deal. If I don't, if I, there's no deal to be made, there's no deal to be made, and then we'll have to deal with with the, the situation uh, next week. And you're okay with the idea that perhaps he spends a year in Europe if he's not willing to come to Edmonton? And yeah, I am good, yeah. yeah. I know Milan's had his name in the rumor mill a lot lately. Um, he's been away on vacation. Have you had a chance to connect 
with him since he's returned? I, I have not connected with him. I I've talked to his agent, uh, but I have not connected with Milan. Any, any talk of waiving? Uh, like, will that come after you have a deal in place if there's waving, a deal for uh, no trade with Milan? Oh. And, and so do you make that request ahead of time or do you wait till after? Or where's that at? I don't have a deal. Right. So what happens? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't, I just touched base with uh, Milan's agent yesterday. Um, you know, you know, when there's rumors, you guys chase rumors. I, I don't blame you. That's your job. Um, so, you know, sometimes there's there's truth to rumors. Sometimes there's not. I think, you know, my feeling as the as the uh, the manager of the Oilers, I'm brand new. Um, obviously, they had a tough year last year. Um, there's some great pieces there. I have to uh, work the phones, um, explore all options um, that I think um, can make us better in the short term and the long term. Um, and sometimes names get out in the in the media, and you have some small conversation that doesn't really lead to anything. Sometimes where there's smoke, there's there's fire. Um, but when it comes to a player that's got a uh, a no move, I don't really you know. You know, Gustav Nyquist had a no trade. I traded him at the deadline, and as I was just about to the finish line, you know, certainly they signed off, but they were fully aware the Nyquist camp was. I'm only going on on experience at the trade deadline, so uh, right now I'm nowhere close to uh, to that right now. What are you hoping to accomplish this weekend? And will it, will you be disappointed if you don't add a player that can play on your roster? You know, next year via trade or anything like that? Or? No, I'm worried about getting the camp in September. You know, you want the news. I want the, I want to make sure that we're in a good spot uh, in September. You know, I think, uh, you know, we, we um, you know, focused obviously on the draft. We need, we need, we want to get a real, we're going to get a good player at pick eight. Um, and then we obviously we got some picks tomorrow. Um, done lots of talking, but there's always lots of talking. There's always lots of talking. And... We'll see if something comes of it. Is the Lots of talk last year, not a lot of activity though on the draft. That's my floor. point. Do, you, my do point. you get the sense to talking to other GMs this year that there could be more action than just talk? I don't know. I mean, I'll let you know Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, kid. Yeah, you have number eight. Like, are you really locked into? I, I want to hang on to that, or are you flexible to go? How flexible are you to perhaps go either way? I mean, you can go by history. I mean, history suggests when I was in Detroit that uh, and we've traded back, but I, uh, I've only, you know, I've had two picks in the top ten in Detroit. You know, pick nine and pick six. We used them both. Um, if somebody comes and uh, again, I got to answer the phone. If somebody comes with a real an offer that I makes that makes sense to the Edmonton Oilers to go back a little bit, I don't see us going back way a long ways. Um, I'd certainly listen. Um, I expect that we're going to pick pick eight. But again, if uh, something comes up, I would listen. Do you feel reasonably comfortable that you'll get a goaltender of the, the caliber that you're hoping for? Kind of sense of the market. I think so. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get a goaltender. Yeah. Is this a little bit different, knowing that you've been in the same room for years with the same faces around the table preparing for a draft, and now you're going in? I know you know a few guys, but it's a little bit different. I'm assuming compared to your days. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, I worked with those people in Detroit a long time. Um, you know, I had a lot of people in Detroit, and they, uh, Jim Neal took a lot of them with him to Dallas in 2013 or thereabouts. So, obviously, put together a new staff in 13. Um, I, I, 
But, uh, you know, I, I, I sat in the amateur meetings. I was in there, we had, I think, four or five days listening to them, you know, in May. Uh, and I feel good because, you know, Detroit was, was, was um, you know, it's, it was a similar situation to Edmonton. So I was out, I was out and about. I was at the World Under 18s. I lived in Detroit, two miles away from the U18 team. I saw them play 12, 15 times. They've obviously got a lot of kids that are going to go in the first round. So I, I got a, uh, but at the end of the day, you're still relying on your scouts. They've seen 175 games each. You know, I've seen 35 or 40. So, you know, I, I asked the questions. You know, I, I determined the, the direction and the philosophy. But, but certainly you're, you know, the first pick, the manager's really involved, you know, and thereafter you're really counting on your people that are out in the field to, uh, to find players. I don't think it's, it's no different, you know, in, Detroit, in Edmonton than it was, than it was in Detroit. So uh, um, I'm excited for the weekend. I think we're going to, again, you know, you know we got pick eight and uh, we need to walk away from this draft and you got it down the road, you got two and you, you, you cross your fingers that you got three NHL players. That's, that's how you speed the process up. You reference the, the USA players who have a good look at them. Why, why do you think uh, that program has produced those guys, and how do you kind of distinguish how good they are, considering they're always playing with the cream of the crop players? Well, number one, it's 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 the best age group class in the U.S. You know, so uh, they're picking the, the 20 best players of, of that age group from that country. So you're going to have a good team, and then uh, you've just the question that you just asked is the is the question for uh, of when you evaluate this draft class, the next year's draft class. Some kids are playing tier two, some kids are playing in the the men's league in Finland, some kids are playing uh, major junior, some kids are on the fourth line of a real good junior team, some kids are uh, on a bad junior team are playing on the first or second line. Um, so they, they come from all over the place. That's the challenge. That's the challenge, you know of. Um, of trying to evaluate young players, and I think the other challenge of evaluating young players is most of these players have had lots of success, and there's adversity ahead. They're moving into a man's league, and how will they handle adversity? You know, you do all your research, you do all your checking, you do all your talking, but there's still an element of of of, of I don't want to use of 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 the unknown as as to how they're going to handle adversity because handling adversity is a big part of being a successful pro. And maybe in that program though they they blow a lot of teams out and they're very successful. It's hard to, to figure that out. Maybe yeah, I mean I mean this year's team is a generational team. You know, it's yeah. I've been watching a long time. I mean they've got seven, eight, nine guys that could go in the first round or the top ten of the top forty. I mean that that's that's a generational team. Um, so obviously they had some nights when they, they, they uh, you know, blew out their opposition, but they played. They had they, they had lots of you know. They played a college schedule. They, uh, you know, they didn't win the gold medal in the U18s. You know, they, they won the the, the 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 bronze. So I mean, they had games where they there was challenges and it was it was it was good hockey games. So I mean, it, it, that's why you 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 you've got a scouting staff and you try to see all those games. You're going to see some nights when they get they blow out teams and some nights when they. Uh, they lose one nothing or whatever they did to the Russians in the in the semifinals. So you just you, you gather all that information and uh, make a decision.